Welcome to the Setless Podcast. I'm Harris Gale. I'm Susie G. <laughs> okay. I'm Hannah Ocher. And I'm Lindsay Warren. Are you under an alias now? Yeah. Yeah. Is it G? This is Which my, Susie um, is it? The Setless uh, persona is Susie G. Nice. Oh, that's, that's DJ cool. Susie G. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Well. Um, so what's new this week, guys? Well, we're in episode two. We are in episode two. This is the episode second episode. Episode one was good. I talked too quietly, and Hannah cut out my rant about the a cappella singer <laughs> in City Hall. <laughs> I did. It, yeah, I did. That's all I could. I was like, oh. <laughs> Wait, you cut it out? She I just took it, it all was, out. You know what? It was just one of those things where the time was getting all little. And you had to be there. You had to see sure. the clip. I mean, I loved being here and listening to it. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, that'll be one of the lost episodes. Yeah, yeah. the lost. We'll, we'll put it is Lindsay later. going on about yeah. Counselor Shrine? <laughs> yeah. What is put that the thing? Bloopers. The paying thing for podcasts? Uh, like Patreon? Yeah, we'll put it on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So what's new this week? What uh, what have we... Have, who's seen shows? Um, this weekend, I, Lindsay, went to uh, one of our fellow <laughs> Crecom students uh, launched so launch show for his IPP called the Laszlo show at handsome daughter cool yeah I heard about that um, how was it it was good the premise of the show is like a satire punk kind of like I would say it is very much who would a talk show yeah yeah it's like yeah. a variety yeah show. and it's John Bruce and he's playing a character but it's very similar I think to his normal <laughs> person <laughs> and his character his character is Laszlo, and that's like the guy who like speaks. He's like the, and I don't know, host? The, host? He's the host. The host. Yeah. That's the word. He's the host. That's the word. <laughs> and then he has like a, guy a persona, who speaks. guy Sorry. who talks in show. Um, and then he has like a persona called Puke, and that is some punk anarchist vegan kid, millennial oh. punk, who hmm. goes and does his like on location stuff, and is just super ridiculous. So they held a launch show, and because the show's punk, there was all a bunch of punk bands. He did, like, a live Laszlo show, and he interviewed three of, like, the s- people from those bands. Um, the bands were Crater Face, Mike's Knife, and The Black Dogs. Right. They were all just, like... And they're all local bands. Yeah, they're all local. And they're, and they're all punk, Yeah, I assume, yeah. It was how, like, how thrashy is the punk? Um, <laughs> there was a range. I think there was definitely a spectrum. Like, there was an older, like... I would say like mid 30s to like early 40s band who were very like punk. Like they had a very classic punk aesthetic. Mid 30s, early, like as in age. Age, yeah. Age, okay. Um, And they were like wearing like the anarchy shirts and like they were cool and they were really good. Um, And then there was the band, I think it was Crater Face. And they they were interesting. The um, lead singer couldn't, I thought he was acting like I thought he was playing a part. Um, he had like a very juggalo makeup on with like anarchy signs. And I assumed I thought he was like just being crazy. But then I realized he was wasted. Um, John was trying to talk to him and he like couldn't sit still and he had his head down. And then all of a sudden he was like rolling up in the microphone cord. Wow. And then he oh. fell off the stage almost into the DJ. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, really, that wild. is kind of just like the yeah. punk lifestyle. Are you right? sure it was so. just alcohol well, he was consuming? Well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but just being punk. I was confused, yeah. and then I actually saw him when he uh, Crater Face performed. Him and his guitar player got in a bit of a fight, 
on Ooh, stage. Wow. Oh. And then I was talking to one of my friends and he said that that's common occurrence. Mm. Um, but that he was he was pretty like he was throwing chairs, <laughs> throwing people. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the best part of that is um, during that set, I believe, um, one of our very own second year Crecom students. Um, Are got we naming f- names on this podcast? No, no I don't think we need to. <laughs> uh, got in that. a fist fight. Just tell me off air. On the, uh, I have a video. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh got in a fist fight in the mosh pit and actually got kicked out. Oh, Can we, man. Does, oh. does anybody know mosh pit? Etiquette. Um, etiquette because it's They're, pretty mm. intense it is. right you can't because if you just like go into a mosh pit and throw fists like no like they are doing stuff yeah things in there. i feel like it's choreographed, was it a random guy? choreographed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it turned out to be john's like best friend but he didn't get kicked out because this certain uh, unnamed crecom student <laughs> um he uh, uh he kind of started it oh he also I don't know. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's leave it there. Yeah, we like, don't want to out it. anybody. Yeah. He just like, the vi- he punches funny. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I started filming it. And, like, oh my God. That's so not punk is to like pull out your phone yeah, on Snapchat like, and be like filming. But I had yeah, to. But it was funny. really good. The music was, the music was good. Um, like I, think, I, I think that's like the metric of a good punk show is if there's at least one like fist fight. Fist like that's fight, if yeah. they if there isn't a fist fight then and like a mosh pit, then you're, you're doing a disservice <laughs> to your audience. And I got Were you two? even at the punk yeah. show? Shame on them for not having them. that. It was good. Um, I love I like love the handsome daughter. Are it, you a big punk music fan? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm a really big fan of angry music. <laughs> Are you <laughs> angry? No, I just it's just like something about it. I just like if. I like love angsty. the can- like the cancer bats. I love mm-hmm. comeback kid. I just want like you to scream in yeah. my face. <laughs> and you're scream like, yeah. your face. <laughs> scream in like, my face. I feel, like, I feel like that could be a good punk band like scream name. In, scream, scream in, in your my face. face. Oh man. That should be our That's next so project. To make a punk band called Scream in My Face. <laughs> yeah. And I love like it. actually just scream in people's yeah. faces. Yeah. 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 I like really all types of music. Um, minus like I don't love folk music. Like hmm. it's just like I'll fall asleep. Um, but like, I, yeah, I love the atmosphere. I won't go near a mosh pit. Cause one time I was, uh, punched in the tit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a very Justin Trudeau like incident where like oh it was an accident, but I can't, you can never, I, I've lived I can't un- live that. I shouldn't have been that close. That's like don't one of the blame, risks of getting, yeah. yeah. Don't you go blame into a the mosh victim. Yeah, exactly. Don't blame the Sorry. victim. I'm not trying to blame the victim. I I'm just saying when you go, <laughs> yeah. I was getting a little with too your, close to the battle zone. Yeah. That's scary. With your anarchy oh shirt. God, That's yeah. really scary. Yeah, did you have face paint on? Oh my God. No, I wore, I wore like a all black ensemble. Like usual. Obviously. Yeah. And like. It's tough to delineate what is and isn't a tit that you can yeah. punch if it's all black. Oh and like I'm wearing a baggy shirt. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. I was wondering. I was like, what word should I use for it? I went with tit. Singular. <laughs> Not exactly. You can't bleep boot. it now because it's like he hit my beep. Yeah. It's it, like, could be, it could be anything. It could be anything. It's like, what is it? I was told that we had no content warnings. Does dad Does dad know that? Anyways. Anyways. But yeah, it was good. It was... I got me all like hyped up again on like the local music scene because every time I go to a show, I'm like, like, sorry. I would cut that out. Don't worry. I would cut that out. I just like get all hyped up on like music, like Mm -hmm. live music, and then I don't go for a bit, and I'm like, oh, I should really go. Yeah, I should be going at least like twice a month. 
Yeah, that's why yeah. this thing it's is easy, getting us there's like so going. much going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. So coming from your mosh pit experience, like, can someone explain to me? Because I not like you wouldn't tell, but like I've never been in a mosh pit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So really? like I'm that's usually shocking. into yeah, right. I'm usually more like dancing in a flower bed with like other hippies, you know. Oh. But like, what what do you do? You like, would you, mosh pit would be a tough. It'd be. It'd be a tough transition for sure if that's yeah. like your normal from flowers, from and, flowers hippies. and hippies and stuff because it's like yeah there is etiquette and you can't just like go in there and start can you like jump people. in midway or if yes. you're not in yeah. the mosh oh, yeah. but no, no, sometimes they like get like cordially. really out of control and you'll be like and trying to stay because it's away, in a but then it comes at yeah 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 you it's a it's a it's a moving force sometimes that it's kind like of, you can't even yeah it's oh. got it's got like a uh, it's got like a uh what's a like a tide or not like a tide like um you know what's it called? Yeah, God. Uh, Sorry, it like goes in waves. Yeah, like, like it's it's got its own yeah like rhythm, it, it, it rhythm that kind of yeah. moves with. And you just if you want to stay on the outside of it, it's easy ish to stay on the outside of a mosh pit like a but like an really aggressive mosh yeah, pit. This will be great for my feature on uh, safe spaces in music festivals. So promo, yeah. <laughs> watch out for that. But like I feel like a mosh is not included in that list of safe spaces at a music festival. No. No, it isn't. <laughs> no. I would stick to not being in the mosh pit. Even mm-hmm. on the outskirts of the yeah. like yeah, wall of death stay thingy. Pretty far away. It's called the wall of death for a reason. Is it called the wall of death? There is Ooh. like, and there's just like. It's pretty metal. Basically <laughs> like the words that go with a mosh pit are like the push. Like it's just like, if you don't like like a tiny bit of violence, mm-hmm. stay away. Yeah. I don't think I'd and enjoy especially it. Especially as a girl, like you're just so small. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's Is it yeah. mostly male dominated? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you have some chicks in there oh, like you really do raging? Have some, yeah. I, there was a chick at the one at the this weekend. She was t- feisty. I was into it. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I ain't I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Good for her. I, I bruise easily. Yeah. <laughs> you but get punched easily. Easily punch punchable yeah. as some would say. <laughs> face (laughs) but yeah it was good it it was good i meant to go to the viking show on saturday at goodwill right you invited us and no one replied Um, no one responded that's fine (laughs) um and i didn't go because i was too exhausted from the night before yeah Um, seems to be a a trend emerging (laughs) (laughs) Um, drinks too much i didn't even actually drink that much because i was like just enjoying myself and i was like Lindsay, you're like out of school thing yeah school people you don't want to get too you don't want to be the kid who gets punched in the mosh pit and everyone's <laughs> talking about it you also don't want to be the guy who's punching people yeah, yeah with that's true. a good <laughs> point bugs bunny fist yeah. it was just like very bugs El- like Elmer Fudd, That's Bugs so Bunny fight. You know, for, but if I you were it. to be the one who punched people, we'd have a lot more to talk about in this True. episode of Set yeah, I, I've never punched a soul. Other like my brother. Yeah, but that, that doesn't count. And that's like a, that doesn't count. That <laughs> yes, does, no siblings soul. don't count. <laughs> yeah, siblings don't count. No, I'm not a violent person. I don't even like, like, I don't like fights. But something about a, like a, a show fight is very funny. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's between like the lead singer and his guitar player. Because his guitar <laughs> player is just over his shit at that point. He's right. just like... Stop running into me. You have like the whole stage. <laughs> the handsome daughter is small. Yeah. It's small, yeah. You have the whole front of the stage, though. The guitar player is to the side, and somehow you are still in his personal space. Mm-hmm. Why are you there? <laughs> but he also got stuck in a microphone cord. He d- Yeah. So he I think scared. he probably had a lot of like balance. It was a bit of like facial issues stuff. He was like all of a sudden unwrapped from it. <laughs> I was just... also a magician. Yes. <laughs> on the side. Uh, so. 
so Hannah, you said that you're more of like a flowery. Like, do you you be? Are you a folk fest person? Folk fest is my place. Yeah, that's it's your place. my safe. Though we're not supposed place. to discuss folk fest. No, well, <laughs> no, we I can. do. Yeah, you know what? The thing with folk fest is, I was like a folk fest baby growing up. Right. So like, my parents were really involved. My dad's been volunteering for years, so I always went as a little kid, and I mean, I resented it like crazy. Me really? and my brother would just complain all the time. Yeah, because it's like you know when your parents bring you to stuff, yeah. and you're like, this sucks, and then like you just think it always sucks, and then you go back when you're an adult, and you're like, this actually is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what happened with Folk Fest. So we, I went as a kid, and then around the awkward age of twelve, it's never a good age. No, they like, no, I think no. they were just like, we're going to give this up. Like, we're not going to try to fight this anymore. And then I went back about three, four years ago with a group of my friends, and it's just a blast. It's like, it's the best. it just brings the most diverse people. And frankly, like a lot of the music there, it wouldn't be music that I necessarily would like listen to 24 7 but it's like when you're in the environment and you're at folk fest and you hear these like weird bands it's just so much fun and yeah. like everybody like a lot of my close friends go and we always run into people and i it's a blast it, it i always wonder because you always have these old men who are like shirtless like there's this one guy <laughs> sorry about that it was that it was that no but it was like it was ironically at mariachi ghost yeah, yeah. that i was at and there was this old guy shirtless Wearing, like, really, really, like, he was wearing almost, like, a Speedo. <laughs> like, just very short shorts. It was, was a he, hot like, day. Super it's, tan? He was very tan. Was completely bald. Guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he wasn't that buff. I would be able to know. And he was completely bald, and he was holding an umbrella, and he was dancing mm-hmm. to this umbrella. And he was, like, it was kind of before, like, people started to dance. It was at the very beginning of the show. And it was, like, a little awkward. And this dude is, like, running up and down, like, with this umbrella. And I'm thinking in my head, like... Where do these people go 364 days of the year? But that's like that's their that's their place. That's like their that's the, the the thing they work up to the whole year is yeah, just being able to like yeah. dance however the hell with they an want yeah, with an umbrella yeah. and no one like and yeah, that's the thing about looking, folk fest is like literally no one gives no like one a shit about anything. At yeah, all. it's so much Very fun. True. I've been it going so since fun. 2006. And uh, the music has definitely changed a little bit. Yeah, I think it's almost. I'm gonna be like devil's advocate a little bit and say that like it's. Getting more obscure, very expensive for what mm-hmm. you're getting. Yeah, I think that's fair. And yeah, and it's only going more. And yeah, oh, it's only going to get yeah. more expensive. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes I don't. For me, it's really fun. I always have fun when I go. But yeah. sometimes the five days camping is like Oof. too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, those people who you. are like Oof. definitely. The, yeah. But it's fun. People are I like balling out and paying for like nice campers. And I did like, that. One yeah, year. That's not, it wasn't a nice. That's luxury. Oh, Harris, that is wow. luxury. It was. Fest. But okay, we also we also volunteered too. So oh, you, so you had your ticket the and your food See, paid for. You know what? That is kind of what's nice about it too. Mm. Is they have the volunteer option, so that <laughs> if you really can't, like if you if it's pretty unaffordable, then you still have the option to go for free if you yeah. wanted. Yeah, which is cool. Sort of. You still you you. I mean, well, you, you gotta pay for. Pay for yeah, you gotta yeah. pay for camping. You pay for camping, but you get a discount to pass because you're volunteer. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. But the like the folk fest in general, like the one of the really cool things about it is that you've got like five days. Yeah. You're you're like, hey, what are we going to next? Your friends are like, hey, I read this in the in the in the brochure brochure mm-hmm. in the book. Yeah. Uh, let's go see them. So like discovering yeah. bands you've never heard of, and you yeah. have so yeah. many opportunities so to find fun. out about new bands. And oh, Big yeah. Blue at the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always a blast. I remember yeah. we saw this weird. I wish I could remember the name, but they had like people on stilts. And, March fourth. Like, March fourth. They were yes. so good. They were unbelievable, and it was one of those things where like I wouldn't listen to that in my spare time, but it was just like when you're with all the other young people and you're all had a, maybe a little bit 
too much to drink during the day <laughs> and it's what? just like what me never, me I never. Fast. never. <laughs> no, no. um it's a drive yeah <laughs> and it's just like it's so much fun we had a blast they played like two encore songs because yeah. people were just going crazy that was actually the first time i did a saturday night at big blue normally i do it at main stage but really they, well they had like they had feist, feist and i like and i, I heard sleep i heard feist was good though yeah but i also was just like i want something a little bit more, more like party. fun and party yeah. like and yeah. the guys before that was like these cuban and they've yeah. played before and he's this like cuban rapper it was and good. like a it was dj good. and fun. it's 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 hype oh, it's yeah. fun. That sounds fun. so fun. i didn't know feist had any other songs other than that like one, one two three, three four, four songs <laughs> We should just sing in this podcast. Can play a whole set. What are we doing talking? <laughs> yeah, we should just be singing this whole Four-part harmony. <laughs> Feist. I, yeah. I, I think know. I've only been to a day at the Folk Fest, and it rained, and that really, yeah, like, real. Yeah, rain's see, that's always going to rain on my brain. And usually, like, with Folk Fest, it's almost, like, so utterly hot that it's mm-hmm. unbearable. Because I remember I saw Bahamas, yeah. who came out with this set, and they were at um, Snowberry. So if anyone's been there, it's, like, the one stage that's like directly in sunlight like there's absolutely zero shade oh. and i we had unfortunately missed his main stage and we really wanted to see him so he was doing a workshop at snowberry during the day and i remember sitting there this was like two years ago and i was so like i was dripping sweat yeah it was so uncomfortable we i was like i'm gonna get heat stroke like we yeah. had to leave because it was so hot yeah that's or the one, it rains. yeah <laughs> snowberry for sure is like you got stage. nothing it's i've seen some really good shows there but if it's a hot day oh it sucks you gotta well, do something you gotta throw a frisbee Begonia around or something played yeah like a set there last uh last season you yeah. probably saw it yeah you were i did there. Yeah. and she was on stage with like a whole that was group amazing of people it was incredible yeah. but again snowberry real hot <laughs> super hot yeah you think they'd work on like changing well they're pretty good where like how they like it's really only it. the one stage though yeah. and like you well, can't there, really get around it there's that one yeah. and there's also the one that's um a little bit more north it's like you've got the main stage and then if you walk backwards from the main stage there's that other stage that's kind of uh, facing yeah i can't remember the name of it uh, green ash green, green ash. ash yeah that's but you also... know what green ash does have like some canopy trees yeah. in the back but yeah. it's like you need to be sit pretty far back right but like my favorite is shady grove yeah like i my favorite thing to do is listen have to an nap. acoustic set yeah. at shady grove and take a nap yeah. Very relaxing. Yeah. it's the best. Oh, it's the best it's like you get to a certain point when you've been in the heat all day yeah. and you're like i need to like i need just to like just nice lay down yeah. you go there you take a nap it's always a really chill set it's incredible i love it yeah yeah, I, I always, think uh, uh, they should come out with their lineup shortly because usually probably. February is around when they do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. My group is usually on for main stage on the uh, the left si- or sorry no the right side of the stage mm-hmm. you know like the whole dancing section oh yeah totally we're like up in there, the middle yeah in the middle and then we like all of our chairs are just like back there a little bit you but you gotta that's- dance. Oh, yeah. You got to dance. It yeah. makes it the best. We saw Edward Sharp and the Magnetic oh, Zeros. Yeah. And it was oh, yeah. probably like one of the most magical things because it was like when the it was when the sun was setting. Yeah. And it was just like across these prairie fields oh. and they were playing like jangling and we were all <laughs> oh, just like wow. it was like six of us like just dancing. So I, much fun. I, I love Folk Fest. Yeah. Oh, I easily some of like like top five shows for sure. When I saw... Mm-hmm. Um, um, oh my god when the catfish played on the main stage with Galactic oh, so fun that was insane yeah. and like right at the crescendo of uh, Heart of Steel mm-hmm. it started to rain a little bit oh, cool. it was just so crazy and yeah. you know what's good about Folk Fest is they have um, like unlike other music festivals they have a lot of workshopping yeah so it's like you get all of these artists that come up on stage and they don't even necessarily play like they'll play covers they'll play their own music or they'll just like everyone just jumps in and sometimes some workshops are better than others because sometimes people just individual individually play 
mm-hmm. which isn't really the point. And other times you just get these like huge bands. Like we saw this banjo one like two years ago. Was that Bela Fleck? Oh, uh, no, no I'm not sure. I don't remember what the bands were again because it's folk fest right? right you never really know who's playing <laughs> There's like a but it was like all bands. of these like banjos and fiddles and they were these huge piece sets there was three of them and there were at least five or six people in each band so you had this like massive group of people up on the stage that's cool. and they're like fiddling and banjoing away and you have all these like <laughs> geriatrics and young people oh. like up dancing it's a blast i love that yeah, so what other festivals do you guys have you guys been to or they, they, historically that you you really like I'm going to just, like, t- bring everyone in on a little secret. Um, I'm from Calgary, so when I moved here, I lived in residence at the University of Manitoba, which is, like, 97% small-town Saskatchewan, Manitoba kids. Um, Brag. So They're all in agriculture. Yeah. So it's, like, a way to fit in. I um, went to Country Fest. Oh, oh yeah. no. Lindsay Warren. Um, <laughs> I I'm love so that. sorry I, for you. It was fun at the time. Uh, highlight of my thing was uh, I actually dumped my boyfriend in front of a group of people. That's incredible. That's sweet. Because, I like that. that. So he didn't have fun at Country Fest either then? No, I don't know. <laughs> Did he I, like, do something real dumb? He was just being bossy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm over it. Yeah. But I like Good don't really care much for any of the... I saw Luke Bryan. Um, Is it Harry Bryant? Uh, Bryant. Brian? Luke Bryant? Luke Bryant Gumble. I couldn't say. What? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. And then it was Carrie Underwood and Florida Georgia Line. So, like, some heavy hitters in that new country community. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, yeah, for me, it was just, like, I was just loaded the whole time. <laughs> yeah. What else is it? Yeah. Deal? Lindsay's back on Setless Episode 2 talking about alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, the only right. festival here I've experienced other than one day at the... I but, want to check out more local festivals. Yeah, like yeah. more, so, well, I mean, Country Jazz Fest, Fest is local. Jazz Fest is my fave. Look, Country oh, Fest yeah. is it has its. It's got following, a huge, massive huge following. following. Totally. I, I have a friend. People who's, from the states come up. Oh yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's like really flamboyantly gay <laughs> and loves and Country Fest. Loves Country oh. Fest. That intersectionality. He, yes. It's the Venn diagram of like <laughs> weird, crazy. Cal- uh, Calgary Hicks. No hey, offense, no are offense. You me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, <laughs> just those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then him. And then there's like that weird crowd of them who just love him. And he live Facebook tweets or live live tweets and live Facebook posts the whole event. Oh, it's fun. amazing. It's such a great read because it's such a weird so perspective funny. that you never really get no. from Country Fest, especially since you always stereotype people who go to Country Fest. Yeah, totally. Like, but bikini honestly, tops and fanny packs, and you have to worry about girls going oh, to country it fest. is not a so safe space so many bad things happen there no i'm just like a pretty girls. tough chick so i was <laughs> fine yeah. um, i'm usually okay mm-hmm. i remember actually though like they have this social at the top which is like you like go right after the headliner so we, i'd always go obviously early so i didn't have to go in line because i didn't really care about the music but by the last night there was about three inches of mud on the floor of this building Mm -hmm. and I have never fell so hard in my life in front of like (laughs) everybody and just like been like covered in mud and just like been like well this is my life now I'm stuck down here and it was just like I can see how people love going there like if that's your vibe um if it had been other music I would have been into it. Yeah. <laughs> Any so other Country music. Fest didn't involve country yeah, music. Yeah, it was the same situation. <laughs> less, um, less like country kids, mm-hmm. 
different music. <laughs> Basically, Basically a whole all new, of the made <laughs> yeah. ingredients. Things, I like the food places. Big okay. fan. As somebody from who comes from like being at the Stampede like every year since I was like a tiny child as you like Folk Fest. Yeah. It is just the same people who like think they like country music. So they like throw on a pair of like fake Aldo cowboy boots <laughs> and a fanny pack and bikini and they're ready. They're ready. <laughs> have their Bud Lights. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah. I'm just like making fun of half of our province. Yeah, it's yeah. like and yet you get magazine. so offended when I <laughs> when I when I'm like what throw an entire what province under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it, I I really want to try doing like Real Love or Rainbow Trout mm-hmm. this year and I've often missed those festivals just because of work and there's no running water and I think that's and like, I, need it. I think that's a big deter for me and also yeah. I I was like really dead set on going to Harvest Moon last last year yep. but it's just like one of those things where it might just be too cold like it's it's a hit or miss yeah. when, what month is it it's like September mm-hmm. or October or like no, it's. I think it it's, can't be. A, I, I want to say it's, it's September. It's long. no. It's, is it or very end of August? It's maybe for sure close to end of August, early September. Mm-hmm. But they get some pretty rough weather. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's a, just yeah. if it's gonna be cold, I'd just like it to be hot. I yeah, <laughs> if it's gonna because be like, cold, <laughs> I'd just rather it not be cold. <laughs> <Exactly>. Truer words. <laughs> yeah, truer it's words. a real Winnip- Winnipeg. <laughs> but yeah, I want to try. Have any of you? Suze, yeah, I was gonna I, say, do you go to any I, festivals? Almost went to Rainbow Trail <laughs> last summer, almost. but I didn't end up going. I can't remember why, but yeah, I don't know. I'd like to go. I haven't really done that many like camping festivals. No. Like I did mm-hmm. Folk Fest once, and I just found that I can't do the full camping again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five days me. is long, definitely. That's why, um, um, what's yeah. it called? It was Interstellar it was so nice, just in the middle of the city. But it's expensive. You can go home. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, it was definitely. expensive. That's why it's well, so uh, Yeah, anymore. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I live for... Like the festivals, I said this last time, but at the Cube, like Jazz Fest. Yeah, Jazz yes, Fest. Yes. I was oh, gonna say. Jazz oh Fest God. is the best. I think that might be our best, like, inner city festival by far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fun. And you can, oh, like, yeah. go and sit in the, in the beer garden <laughs> 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 and, like, be right. But, you told, but yeah, that one fun. is good because you're, like, stage adjacent. You yeah. can still hear the music. You yeah. can hang out with some friends. It's nice weather. Hopefully, oh, it's like usually. All, I find it's, it's all free. Yeah. There's so much food. You get like yeah. every, so and plus you're so right in the area that you can go check out a jazz mm-hmm. fest yeah. show, and it's not like your night's not done. You can no. like you can oh, go yeah. to King's Head. You can go yeah. to Albert Street cocktail, get a cocktail. You can go to like a different. If you want to go to Citizen Nightclub, it's yeah. right around. You want to get that hip hop <laughs> on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that would be my favorite. Yeah. I just, jazz and, fest is fun. And then mm-hmm. and then they get like those big acts too. Yeah. Like I saw Tramon yeah. uh, Shorty one year, and there was unreal mm-hmm. and that's like you know you get jazz fest come through you go to the like the free shows and then you, i for me i just do like one big show and then i go to like see one, moses yeah. Mays or whoever at the cube or mm-hmm. whoever's playing at the totally. cube, whoever, like mm-hmm. catfish usually play at the cube yeah definitely um i'm not even yeah. sure who i saw um not because not for very for various for- reasons <laughs> but it was because we were there and i just was like wait this band's really good so then i like went into the crowd and i remember just being like this is like amazing. Like just like yeah. the energy oh, yeah. and everyone's so having great. a good time and like Definitely. Um it's just like I like wouldn't be like, Oh, I'm such a fan of jazz. Like and go there and be like like they it wasn't super like it wasn't just like jazz music. It's just like 
good music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's, you can enjoy. The only, and you know what's fun is I work downtown too. Yeah, um, oh, and nice. they have shows at lunch that you can just. And I worked like five minutes away, so you'd go and pick up your lunch at one of the food trucks. And yeah, yeah. Go see a show. Some of them, I'm not gonna lie, midday are a bit. Like slow. I saw this. Like oh, he was a <laughs> classical like celloist. Oh no, what was it? Yeah, I think it was cello. <laughs> And it was, I believe it was a cello. Yeah, and it was just like, I, it was like a hot day, and I was like napping. Like, it was just one of those, like, very, like, what you would think would be like stereotypical jazz, where it's like, it's like, I don't know. Will Smith or Will Ferrell playing jazz flute. Will Smith (laughs) You know, those classic jazz shows where Will Smith (laughs) runs the room. He really switched. Playing. He went downhill after Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now he's just a flutist. But yeah, I don't know. Like most of them are really fun. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like, just go. It's obviously you get a more get. relaxing vibe during and the day. That's all summer. I'll take that. Yeah. It's obviously not supposed to be like I don't know. Me at lunch, lunch I like I'm ready to rage. <laughs> <laughs> like play me something good. I just like I think we like suffer through winter in Winnipeg with like the minus 36 days. Totally. And that is our days like that That's and events like that are like our payment. A hundred percent. Like a night, a beautiful Definitely. night yeah. downtown in the exchange, mm-hmm. watching music, yeah. drinking non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> yeah. Or alcohol. Yeah, you don't have to overcompensate. You can... Yeah, don't we get it? <laughs> now we know you're lying. But yeah, those, yes. those are like the, like why I love living here. Yeah. It's just yeah, like awesome. yeah. just our, mu- our local music. Just. Like Moses Mays at the Cube for Jazz Fest. Like for me, that's like one of the foundations of me going to see live shows is is like being in the crowd surrounded by like looking everywhere I, I look and seeing people I know mm-hmm. all the same show as me, just just loving life. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that was like probably like 2003, 2004. That's when uh, Jazz Fest started becoming more and like Moses Mays started playing more. If you guys have ever heard oh, of Moses, yeah, yeah they're, they're great. They're mm-hmm. like local institution they always open jazz fest they are uh, they're open air to close it mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know if you guys have ever gone to the reggae fest yeah uh, i actually yes. love reggae love it. i think it's a really fun but i've ever never actually made it to it the always, reggae fest i've never made it there something always happened and i never made it there I've, but didn't they charge to get into the yes, queue they, this year yeah, and they i felt do weird about that they like why charge. are you trying to and usually why there's are you trying it's, to do that there's, why, are you, why are you harshing my vibes <laughs> yeah. man seriously seriously <laughs> There's usually a bit of a, a haze of cannabis in the area. Like I remember, what? I at reggae fest? No way. But I like. I think we were down in the exchange for a different reason. And I walked by, and I wasn't even sure what it was, but I just smelt something. And I was like, and they looked, and it was like reggae fest. I was like, ah, this reggae sense. fest right it might actually be legal though. Not to yeah. obviously smoke in public places, but where is reggae fest? It is at the queue. They do it at the queue. Oh, cool. Yeah. Man, but yeah, they charged this past year. I don't like that. that. Was upsetting. I'm gonna stand down the street and listen. Yeah. To that. So they just like fence it off. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's that. weird. Yeah. I don't think they should do. I that. love it because all of our like maybe our people who maybe aren't as well off as other people um, can just like sit at a picnic table and be surrounded by all these people and just like get to enjoy the music too because they don't yeah. have to pay. Yeah, and you see a lot of the same people at the same yeah. shows too, which is great. Oh, yeah. Selling you mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. I think we should move. You know the bartenders by name. Yeah. Yeah, okay. all, all of them. I think we should go on to your feature. Sure, yeah. yeah. I um, I sat down with Lanakai. Uh, most of the members of Lanakai, one of them was missing, but uh, Marty Sarbit, previously of Imaginary Cities, 
uh, and her band sat down with us, with me. Um, it was a great, super fun interview. Um, they played uh, one of their new tunes, and uh, yeah, it was really fun. You guys uh, enjoy. Okay, why don't we go around first, and you guys can... This is... Okay, so... <laughs> oh, God, I never know how to start these things. So, <laughs> hi, you guys are Lana County. Correct. Yes. Is that right? Is that right? Yes. yes. <laughs> With three quarters of Lanakai. Yeah. So why don't we go around and you guys can introduce yourselves. I am Marty. I am the singer and I play omnichord and tambourine sometimes and I write the songs. And I am Tim and I play drums. <laughs> <laughs> and you do pads. Yeah, cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm Casimir, and uh, I do the guitars and the keyboards. Cool. Yeah. Did you just say guitars? No, but pretty much. Guitars. Oh, the okay. guitars and the keyboards. Yeah, I guess you mentioned it. Guitars, guitars and the keyboards. <laughs> we should get you a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and then the aforementioned. What's her name? Natalie. 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 She's not here. Uh, no, not here, but she plays bass and sings right. as well. Kaz also sings. Sometimes. You forgot to mention. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> no. no. Uh, when did you guys form? Uh, well, this group in particular. Uh, when? It was February last year. February last. It was right before Festival. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we had like there's been different configurations of it. Uh, so and that's been going on for like a couple of years, but. Now, I feel like this is the like one that's sticking. <laughs> what, and what like brought you guys together? Uh, well, I wrote the songs and recorded them uh, with my friend Tom, and wanted to put a band together. So these are the people that I wanted in the band. Cool. Yeah, and you know Tim and I were already you know together. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I got in by default. What's that? <laughs> I got in by default. <laughs> how, does that how does that change the dynamic of the band or what's that dynamic like? Um, we're always making out in rehearsals and no, I'm just kidding. It's a lot of wasted time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't think so. But I'm it's hard to say when I'm actually like not an outside observer. Right. Uh so far, I don't think so. No. Okay. As an outside perspective, there's... <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's really no difference. Yeah, okay, cool. Other than actually things might be more efficient than lots of bands that I've <laughs> And where's the name Lanakai come from? Uh, it comes from... It's a beach in Hawaii. And Tim and, Tim and I went, went there, there on a vacation, vacation like a few years, years ago. ago. Uh, and, and that was that at was the time that we were trying to figure out a name. For this, for this project, project. Mm-hmm. and we and found we this found beach, beach that wasn't super busy, busy but, it's but it's pretty much the most beautiful, beautiful beach I've ever seen. seen. Uh, and uh, we, we went like, like two like days in a row, and the whole time we're sitting there, there looking, looking out, out into, into like, like vastness, <laughs> thinking, thinking well, guy. maybe that could be the band name. So that's that's when that happened. Cool. Yeah. What how would you best describe your guys' sound? Or what, what would be, like, an influencer, I guess? Uh, 
I mean, I was like in terms of genres, I would I normally say indie pop because it's easy. Uh, and we're yeah, there's lots of like pop kind of stuff in there. Um, in terms of influence, I don't know. I feel like it's hard for me to but say. If you go back, <laughs> especially like I think all of us probably played in soul bands. Yeah. Yeah, soul has always been mm. an influence, but. Like, I'm not sure if that really comes through in a lot of my songs. Uh, Like, I've spent a lot of my life trying to write soul songs, and they never come out as soul. They always come out as pop. Just... So similar. Yeah. There's definitely, like, a Motown-y type feel, I think. Certain songs more so than others. Yeah. I feel like every time I write a song, I have a different uh, sort of artist influence in mind right because yeah i'm into a lot of like i'm into a lot of uh vocalists like feist and aretha franklin and like yeah anything that's really like vocal uh focused and is the songwriting process more collaborative or is it one person kind of taking the wheel it's i've written the songs but we are gonna start trying to write songs together, mm-hmm. um, which is exciting, uh, and that's really, honestly, that's kind of the goal anyway, to to be able to make it more of like a real band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you just like kind of come in one day? You're like, guys, I got a new one, and this is your role, and this is your role, or is it more like usually it's hashed out in the studio with the producer? Yeah, right. I okay. write it with. My friend Tom Darcy. Okay. Uh, I write. I've written pretty much all of the songs with him, and then record them, and then send them to the band, and say, "This is what you're playing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which would be pretty interesting, considering like the the multi, the crazy yeah. keyboards that are in use and yeah. trying to emulate things. It gets it gets neat. It's pretty cool. Kaz yeah. gets the brunt of it. It's fun. He gets to figure out how the hell he's gonna do it, because there's so many different instruments happening happening at the same time. That sometimes they're all important parts that need to be hashed out, and he's like, he's only one person, so. Yeah, because you guys, a lot of your songs have like some horn sections too. Mm-hmm. Is that all? That's some of the older ones. And yeah. now we have a lot of string sections. Right, I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that synthesized or is that something that you guys actually like record? Like someone, one of you guys just playing a whole bunch of different horns and strings it's, it's and usually <laughs> mixing it together. Synthesized. Yeah. yeah. For the live. And, and samples thing. and stuff. Like yeah. Right, okay, cool. In the recording, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds really nice. You're just trying to make synthesizers <laughs> sound as close as you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you guys are like, uh, what was I going to say here? You, you, you're playing Festival. I think when this episode comes out, this will be right before Festival. Amazing. Yeah. If it gets released, which it will. Well, I, we, yeah, it'll, it, <laughs> so it comes out before Festival and then right after that, you guys go to Germany, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, like, when did you guys plan? Because <laughs> you, you did a big Germany tour for Imaginary Cities. Yeah, we did, like, three or four yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever been to Germany? 
No. No, I, I'm Dutch. I, I used to live in the Netherlands. Oh, but okay. I never, <laughs> never played music there. <laughs> How old were you when you... I left when I was five years old. Okay. My last memory is getting the orange Fisher Price rollerblades with the four wheels on them. That's <laughs> such that's a young, uniquely that's Dutch thing to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They don't have those here. I don't know why. I wonder if they still have them there. We'll check. I think so. We'll find I'm going to find my code. <laughs> so what, like... If you've never been to Germany, you never had like a German tour. What What are you guys expecting from that? Like, what's it gonna be? What do you think it's gonna be like? Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. yeah? yeah. What was last? What was that's last experience for you? That's not what's gonna happen. So, <laughs> yeah. just kidding. Uh, what, what was your question? Well, like, what was your last experience in Germany like? My last experience. Uh, oh, we were opening for this band. Um, the lead singer's name is Tez Ullmann, and he's like, you know, super German name, mm. and uh, very like rock. He's kind of like the way we were describing him as he's kind of like the, uh, his band is like the tragically hip of Germany, because he's like famous in Germany, but only Germany, um, I think, maybe I shouldn't assume, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's a German, like, they sing in German, so. Um, and we were on a bus with that band, and there was, like, I think there was, like, 19 of us or something on this one bus for, it was a few weeks, and um, it got, you know, smelly. It's a bunch of, like, large German men, mostly, and... Uh, there's only two girls. It was me and this like young, beautiful girl who played in the other band. <laughs> it's just like, and we all slept in little tiny bunker things. Oh, it was it was a double decker, huh. so the the top floor was all bunks. And for anybody who was taller than me, and I'm five three, it was probably very uncomfortable. It was fine for me because like I my feet went right to the end. But I'm sure everyone else had to, like, curl up in the fetal position. Anyways, it was really fun, though. It was really great. Good good crowds, because we were opening for this band that already had a built-in audience. Right. And you you told me last time that last time we went to, like, Germany, the fans there are, like, like they are weirdly hyper-aware of, of Canadian music, or just any bands that come through there. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they have like this this intense love for music in general. They have this amazing sort of um everybody goes to a show. Everybody goes to the live shows. It's like they don't need to know who the band is to just go. And that's that was sort of the main difference that I saw from uh from Germans uh, and Canadians because at least from my experience in Canada it's like I'm going to see this band and it's like you usually know about the band you're usually excited to see that particular one but in Germany it was a lot of the time it was like oh that label is or this band is on that label so it's probably good mm-hmm. so they would just go and they wouldn't even like necessarily know who it was um, and and also they just sort of take care of you really well uh yeah they just i don't know they they treat musicians really nicely out there it's, it 
feels great. Yeah. Yeah. There's just this love that they have for musicians. And yeah, for Canadian music, I think. But it's hard for me to say because, you know, I, I haven't experienced it as anything but a Canadian. So maybe, maybe they feel the same way about uh, Australian musicians or something. <laughs> is this the first band that you guys have been in, or have you guys been in other bands? You two. You two. Uh, tons. Tons. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, I guess starting off with like Burnt Project One, and None the Wiser. Some... Oh, you played None the Wiser. Yeah. Cool. I just interviewed Eli last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Somebody language. Micah Ehrenberg band. Family Planners. Lindsay White band. Uh, the uh, list kind of goes. Yeah. 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 Busy. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, still busy. Well, you're but, still in some of those bands. But uh, not all of those right now. No. That's what I meant. As a like a working musician in this city, to be successful, do you have to do you have to be in like more than one band, just to like just constantly stay working? Like, do you have a do you guys have uh, like day jobs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have yeah. A, I have a full time job as a as a cook, and then oh cool four bands on on the side. Holy <laughs> I think Tim Tim does yeah, pretty I, much I similar. work as a sound tech and right. play in a bunch of different bands and I think in some sense you need to be uh, like play with a lot of different bands to be successful but then that's not always the rule there's other there's mm-hmm. bands that have come out of the city have only played in the one band and mm-hmm. have been successful so yeah that's true maybe they're like break righteous and stuff yeah and even them though they those guys have played in other bands leading up to where they're at and also play in a cover band and mm-hmm. that's kind of the nature of Winnipeg I think just like even if even if you're like focused on one band currently like you would have played in others before or at least like played random gigs with other people because everybody just kind of knows each other <laughs> yeah there's this kind of cross-pollination in this city of all these artists and musicians who know each other and you know help each other out sub in each other's bands work together on one project or another that's do you is that do you think that that's unique to winnipeg or is that something that you think is just kind of the nature of the music business in general i I think it uh i think it says a lot about the fact that winnipeg's music scene is not necessarily like if, if you go to vancouver it's a lot more competitive um and I don't know. People like to play with each other here. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it's nice. It's it's a it's a friendlier community. Right. I, or it doesn't doesn't seem necessarily as hostile. Then again, I haven't lived in Toronto or Vancouver or whatever. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of the nature of why everyone plays with each other. Yeah, it's less of like a zero sum game where it's like any show you're getting is a show I'm not getting kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I think that might have something to do with it. But. I think so. I I always think that. Like, if I had moved to Toronto instead of Winnipeg when I was 18, that I probably, or at least less likely, that I would have gotten into music because I would have been intimidated by the scene. Yeah? Yeah. But Winnipeg, like, you know, I came in and I was friends with all, all you guys, all the people I went to camp with, and <laughs> everyone happened to be a musician. And uh, it was just super supportive and, like, just fun. Right. How do you think that speaks to the the changing landscape overall of the music scene? To be a professional musician 
in 2018. You just have to be nice to people and, <laughs> and good at what you do. And, and professional, good at what you do. Yeah. Punctual. Yes, <laughs> that is a, actually a it's really a huge big one. thing. Yeah. yeah. Punctuality, like if, oh yeah, you yeah. know, if rehearsal starts at six, set up 15 minutes early. Totally. Yeah. So that you can start at six. Yeah. yeah. Try, try not to like it's smoke a... crack. And... <laughs> try. Yeah. yeah. Don't get in fights. At least try. Try. <laughs> you, you just try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see the effort. Exactly. And sometimes if you're a band leader, you know, make make food for your band. Oh, yeah. Like these guys do. That well, keeps, really that keeps people happy. <laughs> right after we both <laughs> just made breakfast and ate it in front of you. <laughs> it, was, it was offered, though. It was offered. We offered, yeah. Yeah, it was offered. It's, it's, as long as there's an offer. It's just, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> the offer's all they need. Yeah, I think that there's, there's really no room for ego and... Uh, and like just grumpiness like that can because you're you're with a group of people your your you know goal is to spend a lot of time with these people if you act that way it's gonna sort of domino effect onto everyone else and who wants to work in that kind of environment mm -hmm. so I think just kind of like enjoy yourself and be nice yeah be nice mm -hmm. just be nice do you find that now with like everyone getting everything or lots of stuff like digitally are you on more like you know google play and whatever else there is i don't know what, what the other i'm sorry spotify. spotify that was the other one yeah uh, uh yeah like are you asking like if well, like how much does that like do you guys have to have more of a web presence to be successful yeah even like there's a major difference from what you have to do these days compared to what I had to do back when I was with Imaginary Cities. And right. it's like, that was only like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. The amount of, uh, the amount of time you have to spend like making sure people like you. <laughs> or like, or like, like you the, know. Just the social media presence. Yeah. Like, like people yeah. want to get to know you. Right. And that's, that's just, it's odd, but you know, if, if you don't mind letting them in a bit, then it can work out really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I struggle with that one. Well, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing that, that like, people feels... care about that. Yeah. And you feel almost like egotistical at first because you're, For sure. you're taking it's pictures of yourself vain. and be like, I'm doing this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you want to like toe the line, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I I think it's cool, but there's definitely uh, there's definitely a lot uh, more to constantly learn as as we go on and things seem to be happening at a faster pace. So uh, like all these new streaming uh, programs mm. programs I don't know. Uh, <laughs> got <them> so old. <laughs> But, to, like, to keep up with those and, like, to make sure you follow sort of where your plays are being, like, look at your analytics and all of that, like, that's, it's important stuff. Yeah. And it's easy to forget. Uh, do you guys want to play a song? Sure. Sure. <laughs> do it. Yeah. So what's this song called? Uh, this song's called Where Do You Go? It's going to be on the next album, which I have recorded um, I have no idea when it's coming out, uh, but we do have a single coming out 
which might have come out before this is released. Okay. Before the podcast is released. Sure. It's February 16th. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Start her up.
On the synth. Yeah. But Kaz needs to sell it. Don't be a butthole. Kaz needs money. I'm so broke. Yeah, he's so broke. How, how could you be broke if you work? Because I own like $20,000 worth of instruments. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like you, you work at a restaurant? Yeah. What restaurant? Prairie Inc. Oh, cool. Man, you work at Prairie Inc. and you're in four bands. Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah, I, isn't that mind-blowing? Can you imagine if you lived in a city like Toronto and you did all that and you were still making the same amounts? Like, no. isn't that crazy <laughs> that people do that? That's yeah, they, they live in band houses and stuff like that. Right. Not all. Yeah, I do, I do have a very nice home. Yeah, that's true. That's the one thing about being a Winnipeg musician is you can actually, like, live in a decent place and be poor at the same time. It's just, you know, you end up... Uh, Maybe not poor. I shouldn't say that. Ah, it's relative. Your only friends end up being your co-workers. That's, oh, yeah. That's, you know. And that's... <laughs> do you consider... No. <laughs> do you consider your bandmates to be your co-workers? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean they're not my well, friends. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> Interesting. Me. I'm an, pay me. I'm an employee. That's true. That's true. Yeah. However, I use it on taxes. Yeah. yeah. However, you are not be, on payroll. You're paying him to be our friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty At much the end it. of the day, you're still yeah, paid friendship. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if I pay you a hundred and fifty dollars, will you hang out with me? <laughs> For two sets. For two sets. <laughs> um, you have a song. I think it's called "Don't Let Go." Is that right? Mm. We don't let go. We don't let go. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, I do? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and it's, you know, we don't let go. We don't have the power to say no. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Uh, oh, I remember why I wrote that song now. Uh, that was around the time of um, when Stephen Harper was <laughs> the prime minister uh and i think it was like coming up to the election like where justin trudeau was coming in and i think there was a while there where we felt where i felt like it didn't matter what we said because uh Things were just kind of i thought going in a downward spiral Mm. and at least um, I thought so in that moment. I was pretty depressed about the politics in our country at that time, but now I'm like pretty depressed about the politics in the United States. Mm, probably more so. So when I was writing that song, I had no clue. Yeah. Uh, what? So how bad it could actually be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but that, yeah, I think that's what was on my mind at the time. Sometimes it's hard for me to remember exactly what what I wrote a song about because it over time becomes like something just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was basically the idea of like feeling powerless um, within a system. Hmm. That's way deeper than most that's, of my songs. <laughs> and that's interesting because like you you know you can listen to that song and you can have different interpretations of it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Do you have any songs about the current <laughs> political climate that... None. None? No, I don't think so. That's good, I guess. 
Well, hard to say something that hasn't already been said. I like to think that my song "I'm Glad" can like, like, kind of be sort of a sign of hope within, like, at least for myself. Uh, Not that I like sit around listening to it or anything, but, um, but the idea was like, no matter how crappy the world can be, the most important thing is the people in your life. Mm-hmm. that you surround yourself with. So I like to think of at least the sentiment of that song when I think about the situation in politics in the world. So there's my answer to that. Nice. <laughs> well, thanks for sitting down and doing an interview. Really appreciate it. Thanks this is for asking good. us. Yeah, yeah super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, when can people hear you guys next? Um, Festival. Festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. on the 23rd of February. Um, and yeah. And do you, you don't really have an ETA yet on your next album? Do you no. have an idea of an ETA? Uh, I mean, I'm hoping fall. Cool. Yeah. That's the goal. Uh, and then I want to sort of hit the ground running with that one. But awesome. that's sort of everyone's goal, always. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cool. <laughs> I don't. I hate hitting the ground. I was thinking more of a speed watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if anyone, if anyone's in Germany in February, what twenty eighth? Well, yeah, that's our first show. Yeah, and then into the beginning of March. Cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, have a good show. Thanks. And thanks very much for sitting down, Lana Kai. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Are you, is it okay if I address you as the as collective Lana Kai? It's, yes. it's a bit more smooth than. We always finish, finish each other's. Oh. Paragraphs? So that was. <laughs> We're back! <laughs> this is so seamless was. transition back into the studio. That was Lana Kai. It was, like I said, a really fun interview. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Guys? What are we doing this week? Susie, tell me what you're it's doing this week. It's not this week. It's next it's week. It's for Valentine's Day. But by the time they listen to this, oh, it won't even yeah. be Valentine's and we'll, Day. And by the time we record again, it'll, it'll be, be like March. Yeah. <laughs> so Sexual du Voyageur, number seven, is at... A uh, nice little portmanteau. <laughs> <laughs> again, Google. that's Sexual du Voyageur. Sexual du Voyageur. Ooh, Susie Gilbert. <laughs> no, it's Susie oh, sorry, G. It's Susie G. Sorry, G. Yeah, so that was good for the peek behind the curtain. Oh, okay. <laughs> peek behind the curtain. Um, I hate also when we're talking about sex. Sorry, I realize I I heard it. Behind the curtain, I heard it as yeah. I, Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's single and ready to mingle. There's gonna be a couple DJs. After There's your heartbreak be... at country <laughs> yeah. five years ago. <laughs> ready to move on. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, a couple DJs, a live cover set. Is it a single tonight? I think you can come with your your significant your other significant other or you can go like your friends prowl. With so <laughs> what differentiates prowl? it from Festival Voyager? <laughs> um, the week before just more sexual it's just more sexual really it's um because well, the goodwill it's a night of sexy slow jams and makeup music all right. oh all right well, that's fun. Yeah. All right. yeah naked sex is playing no that was from a different year i think oh shit. yeah oh damn it um, yeah we should pay for it with that one <laughs> cut that out cut that out but uh yeah all you will probably be there I will be there trying to hit on Susie. <laughs> oh. This will be your one option. She's like, oh, you're a sexual divorcer <laughs> too? Oh Finally, yeah. I didn't know you were going to be here. I'm just eating a hot dog. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Have a good day. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Have a good day. day. (laughs) I'm at a different restaurant. (laughs) I've never eaten there. It's just like. It's good if you want that like kind of like bar food like hot dogs and mac and cheese spring rolls yeah i'm sorry amazing yes (laughs) yeah i'm in so maybe we can share one with Susie. we can share them like a lady in the tram (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't wait harris are you choking no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) good (laughs) um any uh any last final final thoughts any I, other shows where you're you're going i don't to know i think we should leave it on that i think that's right. a good thing yeah. Harris to top that yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah uh okay well thanks for listening guys i'm i'm harris gale Susie <laughs> what are you who is this two people two <laughs> different people she yeah she's got a sub <laughs> i'm hannah ocher and i'm lindsey warren thanks very much guys thank you